What's going on? It's your boy Cortez, aka Tiz Reacts. I'm back at it again with another episode of We're Not Experts podcast. My co-host today, we got, of course, we got Graylin, and we just gonna be rocking out. Oh yeah, we're rocking out Dolo today. But I mean, of course, we miss our boys. But I mean, this is what it was pretty much based off of. So you got you got the guys here. All right, but first and foremost, let's go ahead and tell the people how you've been this week, man. Just work, man. Work's been crazy. Uh, trying to get a little family time now on the back end. Go fishing tomorrow or something. I get something on the block. What about you? Um, so, yeah, like I was just telling you, we found out we had COVID this week, uh, me and the wife. So we, went, we took the test. And I'm just glad that it was the Omicron variant because uh, it didn't really hit like COVID. Like I didn't even know I had it until like my throat was hurting a little bit. It was a little bit bothered, but it wasn't yeah. too crazy. It was just, you know, the throat thing. And then I start coughing and whatnot. But then I also think that could have been a mental thing. Because once I actually figured out I had it, and that's when I was like, oh, shit. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah, it started yeah. coming out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but we've been thugging it out. I mean, we're good. I thank God. You know, yeah, we're good to go. <clears throat> yeah, so how it work, man? Like, you know, I've always wanted this when the parents catch COVID, but like, what's up with the kids? <laughs> I mean, like, how can you not interact with them? You know, or how can you take care of them without really interacting physically? Yeah, so the baby, first and foremost, well, everybody got a COVID test. And, uh, it was just funny because the baby had been with us the whole time. Yeah. I mean, he had like a slight cold, but they say it doesn't affect babies as much. It was just funny just getting everybody COVID tested because the nurse, she's like an older black lady. She walk up to the car because uh, we do like, they have like this drive through yeah. setup. Yeah. So she comes out. And this is the first time I actually got like a COVID test where somebody took it for me. And I'm talking to ladies like, I felt violated. She's like jabbing it up my nose <laughs> on the right side first. I get it all. Yeah, my eyes start watering a little bit. I'm like, all right, cool. And then she go for the left, and she really start jabbing it up there. She got it up there a good six times, and I pulled back. I was like, oh, that's enough. <laughs> that's enough. <laughs> yeah, it was just funny just watching the kids, you know, get COVID tested. Of course, thank God they was all they were all negative, so we kind of quarantined away from the kids, mm -hmm. which. We didn't really be like we weren't really able to quarantine from them because we still got to take care of them, you know. Exactly. Yeah. So just had to make sure I wore a mask. We still cook for the most part, though. We ordered food out, got it brought in. The baby was with us the whole time because there's nobody else that could watch the baby. I mean, we were yeah. gonna drop, drop it off with uh, her mom and whatnot, but I didn't want that chance of her getting sick because the baby may be a carrier, and of course, it's not gonna affect him as bad. So we wouldn't know anyway. So he just thugged it out with us. Watch Snowfall. You ever watch Snowfall? Bro, so I've been trying to watch Snowfall. Um, I'm on season one, and it's like, I ain't even like neglecting it because I, I just had more shows to watch. But I, I, I recently finished up a few, so I can hop back on it. But uh, it's pretty damn good, man. I like it. Yeah. So for me, Snowfall, like, uh, and I can actually add that to the this or that segment. You watch Power? I watched I watched Power here. Uh, I I wasn't a big big fan. But. So yeah, it was just uh, like watching Snowfall. You see, it, it's just it's it's the real of what's going on in the black community around that time. Well, not just the black community, the Mexican community. Yeah. I don't know how far you got, so I'm not gonna ruin it for you. But <clears throat> it, it's like the real life version of it. How far did you get? I miss season one. Did you uh? <laughs> You get to the part where an old boy got his money took? Nah, so uh, the last thing I remember is him uh, talking to his uncle about the shit he was doing, I think. I forgot that. I, forgot. I know he, I don't know if it was the Colombians, some shit who was in the, like, the mansion. He like dropped all that shit off to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then after that, he was going to talk to his uncle about it. And uncle got mad because he was selling. They went to be selling, yeah. So I'm like, it's probably like episode two or three, bro. I gotta hop back into it though. 
So I'm going to give you a warning. I'm going to give you a real big warning because there's going to be a moment in that show. I believe it's on episode four, episode five, where you're going to want to stop watching it. I guarantee you. No, it's not a prison. But some prison type shit does happen. Yeah, yeah. My my boy told me about it. Bro. I'm telling you, like that was one of the one of the worst scenes of uh of man on man. Like it don't happen to the main character, does it? No, it don't happen to him. Oh uh, yeah, I, I didn't think so. All right, yeah, that's hard. That's hard to. Hard to I watch. ain't gonna lie to you. It was hard for me to digest it. I wanted to turn the show off after that point. But <clears throat> one thing I appreciated it appreciated about the scene was that they made it real because you know normally when whenever they talk about that type of stuff happening it's usually it's not glorified but people laugh at it you know whenever yeah. people are like yeah like such and such happened to me blah 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 and people laugh like it's a joke whenever it happens to a man but the way that that show did it it wasn't a joke and it made everybody like everybody was just taken aback it made me want to stop watching the show for a minute but then i appreciated the fact that it showed <clears throat> how that actually affects somebody in that situation. Yeah, that's I was a big fan of Sam Crow. And they they did they had a lot of a lot of scenes like that where it just made you kind of feel like disgusted and angry at the writers, but you understand why they put it in there. Mm-hmm. The relevance of like the aftermath of it. So yeah, that that's that's good TV, honestly. It is because it 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 was like one of them things that like it made me mad, but it wasn't that it was like glorifying it or anything. But then I was like, you know what? Let me just power through it because <clears throat> this happens to people, and not a, not enough emphasis is being placed on it. <clears throat> okay, so I actually do have a question for you that we didn't necessarily talk about. So I don't know if you're tracking that show, Married at First Sight, and uh, Love Is Blind. You ever watched either of those shows? Nah. Okay, so Married at First Sight and Love is Blind. All right, the concepts for the show. <clears throat> so what they do is they, so Married at First Sight, you sign up for the show. Nobody, uh, nobody know like they don't know each other at all. The very first time they meet each other is at the altar. <clears throat> okay. Love is Blind is a concept that's pretty much like that. When a love is blind, they go ahead, they date without actually seeing each other. They talk like a TV writer or like that. They talk through a wall. Oh, yeah, okay, I've seen that. I've seen, I seen parts of it, yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so shows like that, like my wife and I we were having a conversation. I mean, the more seasons that they do with Married at First Sight, I think they're doing like worse jobs at like pairing the people because they're setting up, they're setting up people with all these different traumas to be together. And I think they do it for good TV. Yeah. My question is, do you think that shows like that are cheapening, you know, what marriage is supposed to represent? <clears throat> so individually, I don't I don't think so. I feel like if you understand what love is to you and you're if you are in a relationship and your partner does too, and you have the same understanding of it, then someone else's understanding of it what won't like won't cheapen your your intel. You know what I mean? So like Society can say one thing, but you you totally go the opposite way with it. You know what I mean? So shows like that have been on for fucking years, man. You know, so to me, I'm like it's, it's obviously stupid. Like I, I get it. A lot of people say you know love is blind. Like you should love somebody for their characteristics and or how they live their life, not based off their looks and stuff. But obviously, it plays a part into it. But I mean, some people can can do that. You know, what I mean, they don't really care about looks and stuff. I just care about what you're about. So sometimes, I mean, that that show kind of makes a good point, but other times, like you said, it's good TV and people with bad intentions on the show. So, I mean, yeah. So when I was thinking about it, like when I came up with that question, it was more or less just because when I watched the show, I mean, so the first couple seasons, well, the first season of uh, Love Is Blind and the first season of Married at First Sight, it seemed like everybody had it to where they were actually trying to be, you know, married. Yeah. <coughs> this is gross, I gotta make sure I edit it up. But it seemed like all the intentions were pure, but then as time went on, like the later seasons, they were coming up with the worst people ever to be married in these shows. I'm talking to the point that 
<clears throat> I'm pretty sure some of them people were only on there for Instagram likes. Most likely. Sorry. My bad. Just grabbing my water real quick. There you go, bro. Yeah, so that's why I asked that question. Yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to make it through that. Straight, <coughs> <laughs> bro. You still the after effects? Yeah. Nah, I'm telling you, bro. I'm 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 free tomorrow. I'm free the weekend. So. God damn. <coughs> Let me try to take one more sip. Gotcha. All right, yeah, I think I should be straight. Uh, yeah, I totally forgot where I like left off at. But when it comes to and kind of cheapening like marriage and whatnot, I do think that's a huge thing. But cheapen cheapening marriage, yeah, absolutely. I mean, all it all it is doing is adding to the divorce rate. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like cheapening love itself. I mean. That's, you know, different definitions of what people think love is, you know, to them. But marriage, yeah, absolutely. I, I think it's cheaper marriage because it depends on how you live your life, whether it's the Bible or, you know, whatever, you know, you, you interpret marriage a little different. Um, like the sanctity of marriage is supposed to be pure, you know, like you never give up on each other. You always, you always there for each other. And, you, you know, fight through any problems you or any obstacles you come in contact with. Yeah. So it was like that, man. When you when you build a relationship off of nothing, no foundation, and y'all just talking through a wall, like no real like meat in it. Yeah, you you doomed to fail. You know what I mean? So I, I can see that. Yeah, because uh, most of those uh, most of those couples, I mean, it's sad to say. Well, married at first sight is a little bit different because they actually add compatibility to it, and they find okay. the person that you're most compatible with. But when it comes to married at first sight. Is not well, no, excuse me, not married at first sight. Love is blind. That's them just kind of gravitating toward who they like. And it's not always the best. And what people don't realize about marriage is it's bigger than just, you know, I love you. Like there's a lot more things that go into it. Half the time, y'all not gonna like each other. Yeah, well, time like the sign progresses. Hold, hold on. But yeah, like you were saying, when it comes to love and everything like that. <clears throat> I mean, it is based on, you know, what we believe is a, uh, what we believe is important. And I don't know, I just never really understood it. If it's not like, what's the point of getting married if you don't have those, if you don't have that religious background to fall on? I never really understood that. Like, because I'm not putting myself in a situation to be married with somebody forever if that's not what I believe in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I always thought that was weird. Yes, let me ask you this question. Yep. Do you think humans were meant to be with one person? I think humans, do I think humans were meant to be with one person? One soulmate, your whole life. I, I do believe that, I'm not going to say a soulmate, because I think that's where we kind of get all, we get this idea in our head that we're supposed to be like, with this perfect person but there's no such thing i don't think it's uh it's a soulmate i just think they're supposed to be two people that are willing to work through whatever yeah so i mean that, that's what my <laughs> i mean it's it's an agreement <laughs> you know what i yeah. mean i always don't agree with each other but you do agree that hey when those times do come up we'll stick it out fight through it so yeah yeah and just going to church one thing that they talk because they talk about marriage a lot and, you know, a lot of people don't understand what the purpose of marriage is. And according to, well, just from a biblical perspective, the whole reason for marriage is to show the world, it's just one, to love your wife like Christ loved the church and to show everybody how to love Christ. I mean, because if you're sticking with someone that entire time, all you're doing is you're showing people that love, no matter what, what happens, what goes on, 
that you're willing to stay with this one person forever. And that's how your faith is supposed to be. Your faith is supposed to be based on the same concept. And just when it comes to, you know, not being, not having that foundation, like I don't understand like why I would get, like why would I get married if that's not what I believe in? You know what I'm saying? All right, but I think that's enough talk about marriage. <clears throat> so let's get to the nitty gritty here. Yeah. So do you think it's okay to check your partner's phone? Nah, I'm gonna say no. I think there there needs to be a limit of privacy in a relationship. <clears throat> well, I mean, without privacy, I think shit will just fall apart, man. Like you gotta have that. Like, especially if you marry like this, you know, this was yours is mine, what's mine is yours, right? That's that whole mind thinking and mindset. But you gotta draw the line sometimes, man. Cause if you even if you're not hiding anything, man, like just seeing them go through your phone to check is kind of like insulting. You know what I mean? Like I've, I've I've been here with you every day. Like we talk about our problems, we try to work through it, but here you are steady checking my phone. So do you think that I'm looking for other people or like how, like, do you only love you? Like, are you, do you have a, a self-confidence problem? Like, like well, what's, what's really going on? Like, do you not think you're worth it? So that shit just raises more questions and then it could probably, you know, infringe more on your relationship. So I, I think that needs to be a level of respect and, and a level of privacy in, in relationships. Okay. So I'm not gonna lie to you. When it came to being with my wife, I'm like on the opposite end of the spectrum, but it's not, it's not like you're not checking nobody's phone because you want to be, well, no, that is the reason why. Like we don't <laughs> check each other's phones now because <laughs> I was about to try to throw some, some extra sauce in it. But I mean, at the end of the day, that's kind of what you're doing, right? Yeah. But when we first got together, like that was one of the things that we kind of bonded over was that, you know, I can hand her my phone at any point at any given time. Is when at that point where you got that person that's going constantly flipping the phone over or whenever they're doing like sneaky stuff on their phone, they don't want you to see. That's what I have an issue with. I don't necessarily disagree with checking the person's phone, but if I ever feel like I'm in a situation to where I have to, then I'm probably just going to, I'm going to cut it off at that point anyway, because, you know, that's not the person that you're supposed to be with, but I can have my wife, my phone, uh, she goes like she can go through it she's not checking it to see if i'm doing anything like if she's having a phone call or if i want to show her something i just hand her the phone and yeah, yeah, yeah. she ends up she ends up you know yeah that's that's not an issue like if i need to make a phone call and i got my phone you know hand your stuff or i hand you mine and you make the call or whatever but it's when you're actively looking for something and you know you got some intent behind it you're trying to find some shit but <laughs> Like I, like I tell my lady now, like she can do it. I like I still don't like it because that's just how I came up. But I mean, to keep it a balance in a relationship, you know, to make her happy, you know what I mean? I, I do it because it's not really hurting me. You know what I mean, so why not let her be more comfortable with it? I guess. I know for some people, in, in, in their past, you know what I mean. So they're probably they're doing it for a reason. You know what I mean? So I, I, I get that. Never disregard somebody's. Yeah, I know for some people that's a big deal to like, uh, and it's always on the man's side. And I hate to say it because a lot of times <laughs> yeah. you, you do some ain't shit shit. Yeah, more, more than likely. Yeah, but yeah, we don't like, we're always like, yeah, don't check my phone. Like, if you got to check my phone and we don't need to be together, blah, blah, blah. And like, nah, because these women out here these days, like, they, uh, they the new men. Yeah, they be dogging. I got tired of getting dogged. I mean, yeah. And, and that's the thing, like, I like because I, I know because I used to do dirt. And it's just crazy because you know, you know what it's like when you're trying to do dirt and you got that person clasping their phone. They never leave the phone down in front of you and stuff like that. You know yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do clear the context. Instagram, clear the search bar. <laughs> Man, it's crazy how much dumb shit people do sneak around, man. 
mean, if you got to go through all the extra hoops, he might have been in a relationship, dog. And, you know, you and I, we both been through our eight shit phases at some point. So it's like, you already know, and I'm already past it and I'm over it. But yeah, it's just, you ever think back about it and just think about how stupid you look? Bruh. (laughs) See, I'm a little different, man, because I I started late. I mean, my my high school days, it's like that. And my my college semester wasn't, wasn't as lit as I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. The role was, and you know, after my marriage, that's when shit really opened up for me. Which brings me, you know, to to, to the next topic we're gonna talk about. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, after a breakup, <laughs> do you start, you know, loving yourself more? <laughs> <laughs> Boy gained thirty pounds, started lifting weights. You know what I'm saying? Got more confident, and it just all fell into place, bro. So that's when my dog shit came out. I was like, damn, I, I kind of got it like that. Let me let me see where I can take this. And yeah. Yo, it was the same for me too. Yeah. Minus uh, when we came back from deployment, I had gained a couple pounds. But then once I got back, and uh, after I really like when I said I got the divorce, and I was really out there, and I was like, I wasn't even working out like that. I was just just doing whatever I was doing. I mean, yeah. of course, you know, we got wives and girlfriends and whatnot that listen, so you don't want to talk. <laughs> you don't want to talk too much about what was going on, but there was a lot going on. And uh, when it came like money-wise and everything like that, I wasn't really doing too much to improve myself. And that was the difference between you and me, though, was that, <clears throat> well, it took me a second to hit rock bottom. And then that's when I start correcting myself and, you know, getting in shape and trying to make sure that I'm doing everything the right way. And it was shortly after that, and that's when I met the woman that I was going to marry. But yeah, for a while, I'm not going to lie to you. I was living real self-destructive. Like I was out here. We was stuck in an apartment, bro. <laughs> we had one mat, bro. We had a wood mattress and shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was never at the house. That's why, because like, I knew I was never bringing nobody in there. So I never really <laughs> exactly. My dog bought a bought an Apple Mac before he bought a mattress. Dog, we was in there just chilling. <laughs> Yo, and they're thugging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, like you said, you hit that rock bottom stage, man. It's like, and luckily, I had at the time I had somebody there who who picked me up because like, I I had no idea where I was gonna go from there, man. But. Uh, even after that, that stuff kind of fell through. Like he taught me a little more how to, how to you know, like love myself, bro. Like don't let my, my past really, you know, cloud my future. So, and plus she was a gym head. So it just all fell into place, man. Like just one thing I do regret though, uh, like the first year or so, I wasn't really working on myself mentally. Physically was one thing, but once once you know certain things fell through, you know, I got back in school. Switched up my job, you know what I mean? So went more of a technical route. And I build my my mental a little bit. And now I just like everything's fell into place, man. It's kind of working out just how I wanted to. So and that's that's the same. It's the same thing with me. Like I literally had to figure out what it was that I wanted for my life in that time where I did hit rock bottom. And I and as a man, you have to get to that point when you figure out exactly what is the route that you want to take because for a while i was chasing i was chasing the wrong thing i was chasing women i was chasing you know a lot of different things that i shouldn't have been until eventually it hit hit the point where i was like you know like dog what are you doing like what's your end goal here like where are you going to end up and then i just took a, a i took some time to myself to really get myself focused and figure out where it was that I was going to go. And you know, with our lifestyle, you know, just the military lifestyle, it's easy to, to not think about those things because you got so much going on. And then you get to that point where you're like, nah, like this ain't, this ain't what I want to do. This ain't where I want to be. And I did, I cut off dating completely for a little while. And then, like I said, everything just fell into place. I don't know if you know this or not, but 
now apparently there's more like there's more virgins than ever and they're like you know people aren't really as sexually active as they used to be and i'm kind of trying to figure out you know why yeah. something that i've thought about a lot so let me see they were talking about the uh, incel community uh you ever heard that word before is that incel yeah incel All right, so okay, so an incel is a member of an online subculture of people who define themselves as unable to get a romantic or sexual partner despite desi desiring one. So it's pretty much people who want to want to be in a relationship, but they can't necessarily find one. And there's a lot of men who kind of fall in that incel category. And like I said, in between the ages of like 18 to about 25, 26, and there's a lot of men in the incel community. And that's why the red pill has gotten so big. So, and I was telling you about the red pill to where they have these ideologies, yeah. And a lot of men are just kind of, you know, just walking away from women and just doing their own thing. And I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. I just think that. No, it's not. It's not. No, I just think that a lot of stuff is just changing just in regards to, you know, men just chasing women around all the time. And I think that has a lot to do with the dating culture, even though we were dating, we were dating a little while ago. It's like now things have changed. I think that has something to do with like the woman culture changing a little bit, right? Like the, the, the independence and you know equality. And now that the way they're just like moving around, like, like you said earlier, like they're, or we said earlier, they didn't do dogs now, man. You know what I'm saying? So the roles have kind of changed. Then you got this online culture of men looking for like the, the their perfect woman and shit like that. Because what's out there right now is, well, I ain't been looking, but what's out there right now seems to be what, what they don't want. So I mean, nah, that's I, what I would. Yeah, it works a little bit. And I, I just think it's unfortunate because. I mean, as much as people don't like to admit it, men and women need each other. Like nobody wants to be alone. I don't care who you are. I don't care all the stuff that you talk, all the cars and things that you buy. Nobody does that to be alone. But it's starting to take a little bit of a somber tone. Like you're just kind of like on a better tone. Let's talk a little bit about well, no, let's go ahead and move into our this or that segment. This or that, yeah, this or that. All right, a little, little wacky shit we're starting to do. I like it. <laughs> All right. So I got a good one for you. All right. So for anybody that's not tracking or anybody that does not know, all right, for these episodes, we're gonna start adding in the this or that segment. And pretty much we're just gonna take two different things. We're gonna compare them and contrast them and just figure out which one we would prefer more as a group. All right, since it's only me and Mac here, it's gonna be pretty simple. So, okay. And so the very first thing I got on here is, do you prefer leftover spaghetti or leftover pizza? Man, I'm a big spaghetti head, I'm not gonna lie, but it's something different about cold pizza, bro. Like, I can eat pizza throughout the whole day. Don't matter, I'm gonna go with pizza. <laughs> You know the best leftover pizza of all time? Little Caesars, boy. Yes. <laughs> hey, we was talking on Caesars too, bro. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He never days. <laughs> yeah, so that leftover pizza hit different. That leftover spaghetti's good, too. It is. Yeah, it is. But that leftover pizza is something different. All right, so no arms and no legs. Go with no legs, man. Side note, I spent the year uh, in the in Shriners Hospital in Texas, man, a wheelchair, right? So I was playing video games. 
Like, motherfucker, I need my hands, bro. I, was like, I can live without my legs. So I'm, I'm going to go with, with, with hands. Need those. Yeah, I'm probably going to say no legs also, but I'm definitely not taking it for granted because it is, it does feel good to be able to go ahead and get up, walk, yeah. grab whatever you need to grab, and just do what you got to do. But, hey, but if you're picking no arms, you can get up and grab no shit. <laughs> Unless you use your toes, man. So. Yeah. And then trying to drive. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, like you can live your life. I mean, it's going to be a little different, but you can live your life comfortably with arms and no legs. Vice versa, though, I feel like that's a little, it's a little bit harder. Yeah, absolutely. And I know, just in case somebody that is listening without arms or legs, um, I will say yeah, we're not trying to like make fun of you guys or anything like that. It's just one of those conversations that people just tend to have. I mean, but I'm thankful that my entire body works, you know? Absolutely, y'all. If you are watching, I salute you because, you know, waking up every day to, to live a life like that and, and keep pushing forward, that, that's a lot of respect for me. Yeah, absolutely. Do anything. All right, so flight or super strength? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go flight. I'm gonna go flight. I mean, super strength. Like, all right. So actually, let me let me throw let me throw some stipulations on it. All right. So you're as strong as the Hulk. I'm talking to the point where he, of course, he gets more angry. He gets more stronger, and you get all that strength also without having to get angry. I mean, what does it matter if you work at a desk job? You just always do it. You know what I'm saying? You gotta be a villain, bro, for that to even like. Kind of help you, you know what I mean? So, flight, I'm gonna say no flight too. Or you just use flight for transportation. You know what I mean? So, I, I'm, I'm gonna choose flight. You choose flight. Yeah. I'm okay. So, yes, I would normally choose flight, but for the sake of arguing, all right, I'm gonna choose super yeah. strength. All right, just because, like, well, not even the fact that nobody would mess with you, like, I wouldn't care. What people don't really realize about flight is that if you don't have any super strength, who are you really going to fly with? Like, you can't really do too much. I mean, if you have the strength of a normal person, I mean, that is what it is. Yeah. But with super strength, and I'm talking like you pretty much have unlimited strength to where you could pick up anything in the world. Well, I guess technically speaking, you would have to be a super villain because that'll be the only time that it'll really come in handy. Yeah, yeah. And you're not really invulnerable or anything like that. I mean, because all you got is the strength. I mean, honestly, I would choose teleportation over either of those two. Like that, the Jumper movie, I'd be doing everything he did. Right into a bank ball. <laughs> Take off. That Jumper is a movie that wasn't talked about enough, bro. I liked it, bro. It, it was a good-ass movie. I liked it. It was. I enjoyed it. And it was... A realistic take on it I'm like yeah. yeah if people could jump that's what they would be doing Pretty much. <laughs> so yeah teleportation is definitely over flight but yeah i think i would take the super strength over the flight just for the sake of arguing but yeah who wouldn't want to fly bro yeah. okay so i got a harder one for you chris brown or usher Bro, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go bro. Because I, obviously, I, I, I mean, I like Chris Brown, kinda. I like a lot of his old shit, but I actually, I, I can't remember the last time I downloaded a Chris Brown album and listened to at least three tracks off that mother. But Usher, growing up, man, boy, I was in that bitch. Yeah, yeah, boy, I was killing that mother. I'm telling you, I was in it for real. Bro, hey, Usher, my dude, man. But then the whole herpes just popped out. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, Frank Ocean over here. What about you? Frank Ocean, he's a whole different beast. But when it comes to uh, Chris Brown and Usher, I'm going to choose Chris Brown all day long just because I just remember when Chris Brown came out, bro. Light skinned niggas was up all the way up. He was dancing and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and back then, I wasn't as brown as I am now. 
I was like, I was pretty light skinned. I was like, yeah, light skinned niggas up. Here we yeah. get <laughs> ATL dropped and shit. Because <laughs> really, yeah. Tip Harris was up. <laughs> then he had to, he had the coldest women. Now go yeah. ahead. He did. So popping, popping when that song came out, bro. Obviously, like his first big hit. I was like, yo, who's this? That shit sound dope. And then whatever, whatever song Lil Wayne remix, bro, was already like a, a top song. So it just gave him more popularity. But um, I liked him at first, bro. I liked him up until the Rihanna shit. I'm not gonna lie with you. Nah, so popping was not his first. Uh, was not his first hit. It was a uh, it's your man on the floor. If he ain't, yeah, yeah. yeah. Poppin was the first one I heard on the radio going to school. But yeah. Yeah, the Rihanna thing is what kind of the Rihanna thing is what uh split up his fan base big time. Honestly, I think he got more more I mean, he got more famous. He got more famous and he got I'm not gonna say he got more fans, but more, yeah. More infamous too, but I mean I just felt like more women liked him. It was weird because it was like I saw women defending it and like, you know, he had a past about it and like People can be better, and it's like, damn, okay, well, I, I, I agree with that, but damn, like, with her face, bro, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, it, it's just, it's, it's weird, bro. Like, women still cry with that motherfucker, man. Yeah, and that's that's pretty much where the whole domestic dispute thing kind of got a little uh, skewed, because, of course, everybody's yeah. like, you know, she hit him first. He was bleeding, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, so we're going to play semantics. We're going to play semantics for Chris Brown. But when Ike was beating the hell out of Tina. Well, yeah, I was on his ass. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, but that comes with a certain level of privilege. Oh, definitely. That plays with with court system, too. Hey, he's famous, he's rich. We can make him pay his money. Yeah. So, yeah. And that, that's kind of, it's going to bring Jermaine, uh Jermaine Rashad, you from 15th Street, Oakland. You know, you ain't got no money to your name. Are you here? She hit you first. Uh, all right, buddy. Go ahead and go to Go ahead, pack it up. We'll get you jumpsuit, buddy. <laughs> all right, buddy. Yeah, your ass in jail. Nah, so speaking of Chris Brown, he is under scrutiny right now. And that's kind of why I brought him up. So there is a woman that's accusing him of rape. Text messages have come out. A lot of different things have come out. And apparently they had intercourse before. And there was an open exchange. He stopped texting her. And then all of a sudden a lawsuit comes out. And they're saying that there's a trend when it comes to Chris Brown. So every time he releases an album, they that's when uh, all the allegations come up because they know that they're able to get some type of money out of yeah. them because in order for them to kind of, they have to hush it in order for Before them the album drops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and it's not a criminal case, it's a uh, it's a civil case. But in those cases, do you think that charges should be pressed against those women for wasting the court's time? Honestly, I believe that the same maximum punishment that a male can get from said rape charge. <clears throat> if it's falsely accused, the woman should get that that maximum. Like you, it. I mean, we we see it. I mean, we see it in our line of work, man. Like, just the the accusation alone will ruin your career. You know what I'm saying? So, especially like being being a famous person like him, a musician. Um, obviously he has the money and, and fame, and you you drag his name through the mud. I mean. Look at look at Deshaun Watson, right? Like his stuff. He was accused of rape and everything like that, sexual harassment. And all his sponsors, bro, just pulled away from him. And he lost millions, bro, just from being accused. And then he's, you know, found not guilty. He lost all that that, that stream of revenue, bro, just because she said it too loud about it. Like it's just it's fucked up. And nothing really happens to them, bro. Like, so they gotta they gotta fix that for real. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that I just, just must fix, but that's neither here nor there. That shit ain't gonna change for a long ass time. Yeah, it, man, it never, it's never the other way around. So the yeah. same thing is happening to, uh, uh, I know people are probably gonna be upset about this, but the Tory Lanez, Megan Stallion case. Are you tracking that? 
Nah, but uh, Tory, my nigga, so. <laughs> yeah, so Tory was accused of shooting Megan Stallion in the foot. Foot, yep. Cracking that part. He's in court, and it's starting to look like once the evidence is all adding up, it's adding up to him not actually doing it. Mm. And now, you know, he's had all these different endorsement deals and people are pulling away from him. Certain artists aren't working with him because of this situation. And even after this is over, he's never going to be able to recover from it. I don't know, man. Tori. Tori has always been like an independent artist, bro. He's always been on his shit, bro. Grinding. Like that dude. And he, he does more than just rap, too, man. He does like he invests in stock. So I think he's he going to be okay. Like music wise, all his best shit is not from features. So I feel like he'll be all right. As long as he can put me in the endorsements on the shit. He's gonna he's gonna be good regardless, but yeah. he's not gonna be able to be as big as he should. He could have been, or yeah, definitely yeah. Because I mean, his his bars are crazy. But uh, I feel like Money Gator been taking L's for a while. Ever since he he put the camera on himself, bro. Like I found out he was like five foot six. That boy was out there hooping with that fifteen year old <laughs> or whatever, and that teenager dogged him, bro. <laughs> it was sad, dog. I was like, damn, Tori, don't do that to yourself, dog. But no, man, uh, so now, now I'm kind of curious, though, because this whole time, you know, we were told that he, he's the one who pulled the trigger, shot her, shot her toe or whatever. But now if he didn't do it, I mean, was he protecting somebody or was he just, he just take the rap for the publicity or what? Like, I'm just, I'm curious. Yeah, it definitely ain't for publicity. I mean, that's the wrong publicity. You know what I mean, like Megan Stallion, she was just blowing up, bro, like. Yeah, everybody on her, you know what I'm saying? So she was yeah, like, she was the, the like, you know, there's always one big female rapper that pops up. Yeah. That year. Cardi came yeah. up, Nikki came up, and then Meg was the next one. And then this happens. Yeah. <clears throat> so apparently she did get shot in the foot, but no residue was found on him at all. And it's starting to look like he's getting ready to get out of that. That's good. Yeah. Which I am glad that that's happening, you know, for him, and it's coming out in a positive way, because yeah, nobody deserves to be in that spotlight when for something you didn't do. And speaking of people doing stuff that they didn't do, old Jussie. Oh yeah. Now, how you feel about old Juicy? Man, that whole situation, bro, when it first came out. <laughs> it- and I'm not just saying because they should feel <laughs> went in on it, but it did seem weird, bro. Because it just came out of nowhere, you know what I'm saying? Like he, like it, it was, it was around, but he was like trying to ride the wave at the top, bro. Yeah. But it shit just wasn't matching up, and I felt so bad, man, because I was actually a big fan of Empire at the moment. You know what I'm saying? When it all went down, and then shit just started coming to light. But uh, you say he's out of jail now, right? So he, yes, yeah, so. He's right now appealing everything that's going on. He's supposed to spend six months in prison. Uh, let me clear. Let me make sure that that is correct. But I'm pretty sure he's supposed to spend. Now, the former Empire actor was sentenced last week to 30 months of felony probation, including 150 days in jail, in order to pay restitution more than 120 thousand dollars. All right, and there is no. Okay, so yeah, and there was a video of him. He's like. But the thing with Jesse is I respect the fact that he won't let the lie die. Because he's in court. <laughs> Boys in court, like, Judge, I respect everything that you have to say, but I did not do this. I'm like, Jesse, let's stop, bro. Just, just take your seat. It's the end, bro. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, I've been in situations like that where, you know, not on, on the grand scale of, of what he has. You know, you kind of lie, you just like, damn, I gotta go all the way <laughs> for this shit, bro. <laughs> hey, you just start, you just keep keep hanging on to it, bro. So. But his what's, shit, that's 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 legal, bro. You might what's be. what's the craziest lie you ever told, bro? I think I have told somebody I was in a hospital before, and I wasn't in a hospital. Crazy lie, bro. Damn. They probably do some of my kids, man. <laughs> oh, hey. Damn. Nah, so I think I have told 
like back when I was going through everything in the grand scheme of things, I told somebody I was in the hospital. And that's the reason why I couldn't uh, go. All right. Uh, my biggest lie, bro. So I, I went on a date that, you know, we went to uh, Joe's Crab Shack. No, 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 what Joe's Crab Shack? It was the other uh, seafood spot next to the mall, man. And Fev, I forgot what the mall was called. But it was like Captain something. But uh, we went there. Bro, I had, I probably had like, you know, I, we, we was thugging and shit. I had like $120 in my account, right? <laughs> Well, hey, so I meet up with this girl off tender, and she looked good as hell, bro. Like she wearing dresses and shit, you know what I'm saying? Like thick as hell, right? But you know, we go there, I meet her, bro. She in some low ones, blue jeans, cut up, you know what I'm saying? Loose with a shirt, yeah. air apostle, bro, with a studded belt. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, like she, she, she a thug. So I was like, there is no way, you know. But yeah, you know, I kind of said that I don't want to like be rude and dip. So I sat there, we ate, you know. And <laughs> The bill came out to be like like $110, bro. I was like, damn. I just got my new phone that day. I remember. But uh, you know, I moved the money over, paid for it. She's like, oh, so we, you know, we're gonna see this. I think we we're supposed to go to uh Aqua after or some shit, bro. I forgot. But uh yeah, I was like, yeah, I'll meet you over there. Got in the car, bro. I was like, fuck, I got ten dollars left. This ain't the girl, like she don't she looked like herself, but she don't dress like herself. So I was like, I already turned off. So you remember that that time. We had somebody shoot themselves in the hand and he sent the picture. <laughs> so I used this shit. I said, oh, yo, like I sent it to her. I was like, yo, one of my guys just shot himself in the hand in the hospital. I got to go. <laughs> just took off, bro. She's like, damn, for real. Text me the next day. Didn't respond. I was so mad. But hey, that, that picture came in clutch, though, bro. <laughs> I forgot who. I think I asked you for I was like, oh, no. I think it was Enrique. I was like, hey, send me that picture of, you know, 10 men shooting themselves, <laughs> whatever the fuck. Man, that shit came in clutch though, bro. That's probably my biggest lie. Yeah, I told somebody I was in the hospital. Uh, of course, I think we've all used a bailout call. I tried to use you for a bailout call one time, and it did not happen. <laughs> was that the Waffle House situation? No, nah, it wasn't Waffle House. It was the uh, it's when I met up with the. Oh, whatever. I can say it because it's not necessarily. It's not my preference, right? But I show up. No, nah, I'm not going to touch on that. Just because I don't. I know you're talking about. I thought it was at Waffle House, so what happened? No, nah, I wasn't at Waffle House. I, I traveled a little bit further out than Waffle House, and that's why I was pissed off. Yeah. It was, like, out there. Because, you know, like, I, I, I never <laughs> set myself at home. I never set my ass at home. I yeah, yeah, yeah. The house. I remember that shit, bro, because you, <laughs> you texted me about it. I was like, damn. Ain't no way, bro. That's it. Wow. All right, so while we're speaking on, uh, you know, former dating situations, for you, what would be some things that you saw that were red flags that couldn't be ignored? Man, it's, it's hard. I have an issue of, it's not necessarily an issue, but I accept everybody's flaws, like right off the back, before I even like get to, like, you know, before I'm able to actually, like, be around them and see how, how much they bother me. But uh, when I'm in a relationship, man, it's like, I'll take all the hits. I'm like, I don't bother me, whatever. Like, as long as you're happy type shit. I've learned to kind of fix that now because, you know, my, my voice matters in my ship. It's 50-50. But, um, man, red flags. I don't know. I was, I was kind of, like, oblivious to them at the time, man. I'd say because I I think I was out there a little bit more than you were. So I had like a whole list compiled at one point. Yeah. One of the biggest things, just if it's a woman that never have her kids, it's mm-hmm. a huge red flag. You gotta turn like you gotta shut that down. Um I was gonna say because you know how a lot of people say yeah, women with kids, that's a no-no, but if you got kids yourself, you can't really rule. Oh, yeah, you can't, yeah. I mean, I understand your preference, but I, I understand that too, but it's kind of fucked up. It is. And like I said in the last episode, any woman that's talking about that her man was the, the biggest issue in her last marriage, that's the biggest red flag out of all of them. I mean, just because, like I said, the whole lack of accountability thing. Yeah, liars too. Anybody who's lying about something stupid, 
And that's always been a huge red flag for me. That and and talking about marriage earlier, I had one who who was like, she had a daughter, and again, like I, I had kids too, so it wasn't a problem. But actually, I think that like my biggest one would be me meeting your kids way too soon. Yes, because that happened to me, and it's the same one. She was like talking about marriage too, and like wanting to wanting to move because <clears throat> she was in Greensboro or some shit, but she wanted to move to Fayetteville. So. That that's that's probably my biggest one, bro. Cause like with me having kids, like I didn't, I'm I'm weird about who's around my kids. So if you you let me close by, I'm like, okay, well, I wonder how many other people have, have been in this situation. I'm in. So, yeah. And then you know, at one point, the kids are gonna be real flagrant about it. They're gonna be like, yeah. yeah. Hey, what happened to your other friend? <laughs> <laughs> Where Derek at? Like, who fuck Derek? <laughs> yeah, that is a big red flag. And in all honesty, I don't trust. A woman, I can't trust a woman that brings me around her kids. Well, I'm not married no more, of course. I mean, I'm not, I'm married, excuse me. I'm married now. But when it comes to, like, and this is for anybody that's watching that's not married. If a woman brings you around her kids before probably about a month, that's a huge red flag. I mean, because, well, first off, like, that's not safe. And I couldn't have a baby mama that would that would be bringing my kids around any and everybody. Like if my ex was that flagrant, I, I, me and her would have words. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Let me see. I think we covered. Okay, yeah, no, we're not going to cover that yet. So yeah, we should just for the next episode. We should uh, bring the women in and have a little bit like more controlled discussion. I actually have a lot of questions, but, and it's good to have that female perspective. So yeah, just uh, next week, you want to do the ladies? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Hey, uh, what? Do you have any closing remarks that you want to throw in there? Nah, hey, keep your head up, Kings. Uh, you two queens. <laughs> that's all I got, man. Yeah, and that's for everybody. If you're going through a hard time right now, just make sure you keep your head up because at the end of the day, hard times don't last. If you're having a good time right now, all right, those don't last. So make sure that you remain resilient. But anyway, go ahead. Um, this has been We're Not Experts podcast. I believe this is episode 11. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe if you're listening on YouTube. We're on everything else. So we're on Google Podcasts. We're on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So check us out on any of those. And this has been us. We're not experts. And we out. Peace. Peace.